Welcome to Supernatural Saytown, where we explore the paranormal past and present of San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. From well-known hauntings to obscure urban legends, from five-star hotels to dirt roads seldom driven, we'll take you across South Texas to investigate, debunk, and perhaps find some truth to these tall tales. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello! Welcome to the show! Supernatural State Town. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jody West. I'm Steven Valencia. How you doing, Steven Valencia? I'm doing good, Jody West. How are you? I'm good, man. I know you already said it, but I asked you again, so sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But yeah, I am good. Good. Okay. That's good. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the woman of White Rock Lake. I have never heard of that before. That's kind of an urban legend around the uh, North Texas, Dallas area. You'd be familiar with that? I would. It's your favorite place in the world. It's not. You love it but, up there. Um, Don't lie. I have to go there. Yeah, you do. It's That'd the be only funny, people that you... will pay me to do things. Yes, so you work <laughs> up there. So you should walk to work in your heels. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I chose to drive backwards. Uh, yeah, you'd still be way better off. What if you drove backwards, but like you were facing backwards like... So the seat's here, and your feet are behind you, and you're pushing the pedal <laughs> with like your... mounting the seat. <laughs> <And you're still laughs> that would work. <laughs> and I was wearing heels. If you don't get this, what we're talking about, this was referenced in our last episode, <laughs> so that's why that's why we're doing this, but yeah. it's a funny visual. That would be funny. That's the whole point of a podcast, is to make visuals <laughs> in your head. But if you happen to listen to us on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, please, if you enjoy the episode... Uh, those five stars our way on any of the apps you listen to that allow you to do so. Uh, good rating is super important. Helps us get out there. Helps us get up on people's recommended lists and whatnot. Um, if you want us to keep doing this, we got to keep growing. So yeah. Yeah. help spread us out there by uh, getting us out there in front of more people with these good reviews. Yeah, throw us five stars. Don't throw five throwing stars. But if you could, that'd I'm be pretty dope. It. <laughs> uh, film it and send it to our Instagram. How do they film? Them throwing throwing stars at us and sending oh that. at us yes shit you can do that too I really if you can it's find whatever. us if you can find us please yeah. I encourage them throwing <laughs> stars at us I'm pretty all over the place I got a so, target yeah. on my back uh, um, hey I know you're gonna talk about the topic and everything but before you do yeah, yeah, would you yeah. like me to do our little would you rather segment for first or you want to do your you do it whenever you want sir I'm gonna this do it this is not quick. my episode Since we have this is really... our episode you can just call me and do one if you want whenever. Let's see. We can Skype. <laughs> uh, so, before you talk about the subject, mm-hmm. uh, w- Jody, would you rather? This is our would you rather segment. All if right. you're not familiar, but uh, not you, the listeners. But this is uh, kind of a thinker, kind of a brain teaser here. So, oh God. would you rather be unable to close any door once it's open, or be unable to open any door once it's closed? <laughs> so you walk inside your house, you gotta leave the door open. <laughs> Or you go outside and take the trash out, you can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> but then if I could go in a different door. No, because it's closed. Someone I could close only it. enter through open only... doors. Yeah, or have someone open the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously the first one. <laughs> I'd just rather my house be a breezeway that at least I could leave. So you, so yeah, so you can't close any door that it's, yeah. that's been open. Because otherwise I'd be like trapped in my car. So say you're at home by yourself. Uh-huh. And... 
I don't know. We needed to go somewhere to do something. And you got to leave. You got to leave your door open. At least I could leave. At some point, <laughs> throughout a few years, I would go on the road, you know, on down the line. I would end up with no stuff, obviously. <laughs> yeah, All my stuff would be gone. Either. So it's like, I would just have to enter the house and tell people to leave. Get out. There's nothing in here for you to steal. True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm not worried about my security. I can handle that. At least you have a house. There's just nothing in it. Right. You'd rather have a house with nothing than a bunch of things without a house. Well, yeah. I don't want to carry that shit around everywhere. <laughs> you got to carry it. Carry a couch and like a bindle. <laughs> <laughs> the stick with so the stick on it. I'm sorry. I, had to, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was at least something that wasn't just like, okay. No, my know. answer is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The question is stupid and the answer is stupid. So let's uh, agree on I that. I would rather be able to uh, leave wherever I was than be okay. nice and safe and secure and stuck forever. Yeah. I couldn't even like order anything to like eat after like I can't what open the door and get it. Go through the window. <laughs> I can go through windows. I guess. I guess that's not a door. Yeah. Okay, then that one. But how much of a pain in the ass would that be? If I ever lived in like a third floor apartment, <laughs> pretty big pain. <laughs> you in couldn't the ass. Leave, you couldn't leave your apartment door. You had to jump out the window. <laughs> oh, see, it makes you. It's making you think, though, man. It is. It that's, is. That's the whole this point is of this. definitely a deep one. That's the whole point of this podcast: is to spread information <laughs> make, uh, and make, make you, you think. think. Help you grow <laughs> make intellectually. You think, make you think twice about listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's pretty much it. All right. So the lady of the lake. Um, this is. Uh, there's all kinds of variations of this tale. There's actually some historical accuracy to some of the um originating details of the story yeah uh partially i I think you're gonna tell us a little bit about that but just the basic story about the woman of white rock lake so this Uh, is a lady of white rock lake right that's what it is yes um lady of the lake there's a few different words for it but it's white rock lake in dallas that this came this comes from cool um the story goes a couple was uh you know parked uh, at night by the lake alone and isolated um spending quality time together yeah you know and uh they playing cards yeah or arm um, wrestling silly would you rather jokes you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> deep conversation driving backwards <laughs> <laughs> talking about nonsense um they went to uh leave leave the lake and they started the car turning on the headlights and in front of them was a woman who was soaking wet all in white like a white dress I hell guess. yeah baby yeah. it's up come join damn uh she approached the car or i guess they were like hey like are you okay you know yeah. it's the middle of the night sure and she approached the car window and said uh we, i was on a, in a boating accident um out on the lake i guess everyone that was with me is okay uh but i, I really need to ride back to my house like i gotta go home um and i guess this uh, this was in the 40s that this came okay, from okay, this, okay. this this original urban legend story here came from the 40s but so gotcha. they were like yeah absolutely hop in and she gave him an address in uh, oak cliff which is a neighborhood in the central dallas area and then bam, the she stabbed him in the neck <laughs> she reached over got him with the wire <laughs> i'll call off the frisky the first man i gotta make sure you got no weapons on you are you keystring <laughs> a, a knife <laughs> okay are you front keystring you have anything hidden anywhere <laughs> <clears throat> she gets in the back seat of the car uh they're driving towards oak cliff and um, they start to approach the house and pull up to the front of the home and the guy looks in the rearview mirror and she's gone. But there's a big wet spot puddle in the back seat of the car. Ew. <laughs> Grody. <laughs> she uh, got embarrassed and just jumped out the back. I peed. I'm out. <laughs> േ േ േേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേേ
Oh, shit. That's true. You know? <laughs> that's true. I don't know. They weren't, they, all they were doing was. These details backwards. weren't in the story. They so we got to ask. That's true. I mean, hey, we're, we're pretty much scientists. We're investigators. Yeah, we have to find out the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Paranormal investigators. <laughs> <laughs> we want the truth. Sorry, I had so, the table. That was cool. It kind of vibe. That was weird. Uh, the couple gets out of the car and they approach the house they were supposed to take her to and they knock on the door and a uh, man answers the door and they say, hey, uh, we just picked up some lady at the lake and uh, she said she needed a ride to this address and we got here and she was gone. Uh, not really sure what the hell, but you know, that shit happened. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, uh, thank you anyway. You're the third couple third that oh, has shit. I didn't know come to this house with this story tonight oh in one night my daughter drowned at the lake three weeks ago three weeks ago hmm okay damn so this is in the 40s um i read of a uh pretty much an obituary of a uh, an individual named hallie gaston um who apparently was born in 1907 and died in 1927 okay at the age of 19 at uh white rock lake in a boating accident yeah and and some version of the story I heard that it was this that was this guy's daughter, but the timing doesn't add up, right? Because you said how long before it was? You said it was a, a couple weeks before that she um, died. You just in said the it. story, yeah the, yeah. the guy said that she had died three weeks prior. Yeah, so that doesn't line up with this. But well, the story is just kind of the story as it is telephoned into today. Yes, that's you know? true, and that's what so was in the forties. So the maybe. original story could have been from the twenties. It could have been from whenever. Yeah, but that's I guess just the the basic base level foundational urban legend for this yeah and this is what the uh the article says here um i don't know so it says by associated press i'm not sure if that's who originated the article or not but swims take toll of two from dallas miss hallie gaston 19 uh palacios school teacher so i guess she taught at uh palacios i don't know that's a high school or uh i guess it's uh-huh. inconsequential uh one of the victims so boat capsizes boy drowns while bathing in mu- municipal pool at fair park i guess that's a different one anyway uh that's just an under underneath that little mini article i guess so uh dallas may 27 miss hallie gaston 19 school teacher from palacios and lawrence jones 14 son of tw jones drowned in different parts of dallas last night okay so that's that was that's what the article is referencing the other the other person so miss gaston's body was recovered today from white rock lake where she drowned when, a boat, when a boat capsized the youth drowned while swimming in the pool so the guy the boy was the one in the pool Okay, so it's totally different. Thing. Yeah, and so I was wondering why there was. What's with this teacher out on the lake with a fourteen-year-old boy? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I read it. For, I was like, oh, it's two different stories in the same sentence. Okay, not okay. even the same article. The same sentence. That's stupid. Yeah, thanks a lot, newspapers.com. <laughs> Fucking. How do they write back then? Just all together. Let's just list off a bunch of stuff and then put a period. Um, that's yeah, actually just me. Um, but anyway, so that's the uh, article I found. But that was in 1927, and that was uh, May 27th. So apparently, the day. After she died. So this came out the day after she died. Yeah, there's, um, let me see if I can find it. There's a, another one, another woman that died on the lake. Let's see if I can find it here. I don't remember where I saw it. But I think it was in the 40s. Yeah, I, I saw a couple different versions. Um, so the first thing that, that makes, when I hear the story, and I'm sure how much more there is to the story, but when, that, I, when I first hear it, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, the Lady of the Lake. Right, the Arthurian legend of okay the I guess she's kind of a mermaid or something in the lake that has the sword Excalibur, right? Uh, Arthur, Ooh. I think I think um she is the 
Oh, what is she? The mother? She's like a the fairy tale mother of some. I do not know anything about this. Okay, Lancelot's this is guardian. You. This is Lancelot's guardian, right? So, um, uh, the Lady of the Lake began appearing by this title in the French chivalric romance prose by the early t- 13th century as a fairy godmother type foster mother of the hero Lancelot. Okay. Um, and she her- inherits the role of an unnamed aquatic fairy queen, uh, her prototype from the 12th century poetry. But I remember from the movie, I saw a, a mini series called like Merlin or Excalibur or something back in the day with Sam Neill, the same guy from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it shows him giving the sword Excalibur back to the Lady of the Lake. Okay. So, but that's it, just, there's a lot of um, like similarities, like there's a lot of um, parallels between like ladies and lakes or water, just like um, that movie Lady in the Water. Uh, by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. We saw that on the... A lot of people hated that movie. I I freaking really enjoy that movie. Unique. It's not just another fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, which is all um, you get now. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, but... I have not seen people, that one. People don't like the endings or whatever. It's too... I don't know. They, he has a, Some of his twists are not that great. Like, The Village... I liked it. It was, so, it was frustrating, I, well, though. Well, so like I we wanted, sat through all this and it was this? Like, well, but, dude, damn like, it. that's a great fucking twist. It's not like... You want it to be real. You want it to be like, oh, I want to believe these are actual fucking monsters chasing her, you know, whatever. It wasn't even that. It was like the level of intensity that led up yeah, to that moment. I know. was but, like, it was just kind of like, oh, so it was it just a fucking... But it proves it's all psychological. It proves that it's all this effort true. that they, they put into preventing them from being exposed to the outside world. It's... Yeah. I think... It kind of I makes think, you think about the level of effort they had to go through to... Yeah. Like how... I mean, to not see a plane flying over, like to get planes from flying over the area. I think they had a no-fly zone. I, I think, they, yeah, they had a no-fly zone over there. That was part of the, one of the things in the movie, but... Um, Lady in the Water, same thing. It's it's just like this, you know, kind of. You got some some like there's a, a creature called the Narf, and like some other stuff. That's kind of it seems kind of cheesy. You get the the guy that does the exercise with with the with one arm. He's got like one really muscular arm and one like skinny arm. But he's in the prophecy to like, you know, kill the Narf or whatever the fuck. The Narf, huh? Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't come up with the okay. name. <laughs> come up with the name. Okay. But I'm saying I liked it, and and the only reason I bring it up is because there's a parallel with, you know, mystical lady in the water yeah emerging from the lake uh wet the mermaid thing like yeah. just there's a bunch of sirens sirens yeah i don't, I don't and, and not only that but it's just another woman in white in a paranormal story yeah exactly and they uh, we were watching it's an like article apparently all that exists and we we're watching an article uh or not an article a news story yeah on it and they used stock footage that we've seen before that was a real talking like, about dash cam footage yeah wasn't it, it from uh another episode you it was like, your episode was it la llorona or, I think so. Yeah. So, We're talking uh, about uh, other woman occurrences. Holler, of, woman Hollering Creek, yeah. yeah. And that's another thing. La Yorona, lady drowning her kids in the river. Yeah. Like, that's just such... A lot of correlations between white. women in water and white dresses Maybe. in the paranormal. Look at look at a, a, a Venus. Uh, is it Venus? No. Not Aphrodite. God bless. Which is the... Uh, we'll look this up right now. Um, what? Maybe I know Goddess. It. A Greek goddess emerging from... I should know this, dude. Oh, uh, is it Venus? Um... Oh my God! I guess it's Aphrodite. Aphrodite emerged from the water, right? She's the goddess of love. She was yeah. born. It was when Zeus basically uh, spooged into the sea, and uh, and she emerged from that, right? No uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, Greek goddess. Sorry, I might. Wasn't down Aphrodite, um, Ares's mother? Uh, which uh, would make. I think it's Aphrodite. Which would make Aphrodite Zeus's woman. 
Which would mean that he spooged his own wife into existence. <laughs> no. Which makes Zeus some kind of weird incestual... Let's see. Hang on. How did she... Oh, her birth. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The birth. Uh, I believe this is it. Okay. Oh, no. So this is, this is what it is. So I've heard different things. So according to the version of her birth, version of her birth recounted by Hesiod in his Theogony, Cronus, um, which was... Uh, so Uranus... Uranus. Uranus. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Cronus severed Uranus's genitals. That's what happened. He severed the genitals Ow. and threw them behind him into the sea. The foam from his genitals gave rise to Aphrodite. So uh, it is Damn. Zeus's sibling, I guess, right? Okay. Or um, uh, aunt, maybe? Anyway, it's neither here nor there, but there's uh, a lot of parallels between women emerging from water. Yeah. The I guess it's the... Like water is very, think about this. Water is life-giving, right? Spring brings on the rains and women are life-bringing. So maybe that's just, you know, reading into it a little bit more. That's just a parallel. No matter what aspect of the story you add, if that's kind of the centerpiece of it, then it's familiar. Yes. In a a natural sense. Yeah. Um, There's a few different things here, though. Uh, First, we have a, I'm just getting this from ghosttexas.com here, but first we have the tragic drowning of... Hallie Gaston in 27. The second earliest mention of the Lady of the Lake is a story that Anne Clark wrote for the Texas Folklore Society back in 1943. And also that's when the story was written down for the first time. Sources say that it's probable that the tale of the lady would have been circulating for years or even a couple of decades before that story came out. Yeah. Um, The third most widely reported account of the story dates back to 1953, which if you remember from the history discussed above, is when a swimming ban in that lake took effect. And some accounts say that the lady is the specter of someone who suffered a deadly boating accident, while others say it was a suicide, and still others say it was a woman crashing her car into the lake. Again, um, it's reasonable to suppose there are multiple tragedies that spawn multiple hauntings. Uh, Okay, okay. Um, Two documented cases of young women dying at the lake. Louise Ford Davis drowned herself there in 35. And another occurrence was in 42 when Rose Stone drowned herself in White Rock Lake. That's two suicides. Damn. That's a lot. It's like Suicide Forest, but the water version. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you saw this, but in 1953 uh, was another account of the story by uh, Frank Tolbert. Um, The book was called Neiman Marcus, Texas, the story of the proud Dallas star. We talked about Neiman Marcus. You mentioned that somebody said... That she got a dress, it must have been from the store, talking about Neiman Marcus, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that was in the uh, video we watched. The video, that's right. So, uh, in the book, this was uh, one of the quotes from it. One night about 10 years ago, this is in 1953, so 1943. One night about 10 years ago, a beautiful blonde girl, Ghost, appeared on a road near Dallas's White Rock Lake. Mr. and Mrs. Guy Malloy, directors for display for the world-famous specialty store Neiman Marcus, saw the girl. Only they didn't recognize her right off for a ghost. She had walked up from the beach. And she stood there in the headlights of the slow-moving Molloy car. Mrs. Molloy said, stop, guy. That girl seems in trouble. She must have fallen in the lake. Her dress is wet. Yet you can tell that it is a very fine dress. She she certainly got it at the store. So that's what... Their store. Yeah, their store. By the store, they meant Neiman Marcus. So just a little uh, tidbit. I mean, it goes on and on. I'll read some more. The girl spoke in a friendly, cultured contralto to the couple after the car had stopped. She said she'd like to be taken to an address on Gaston Avenue in the nearby Lakewood section. Same thing as your story. It was an emergency, she said. She didn't explain what had happened to her, and the Malloys were too polite to ask. She had long hair, which was beginning to dry in the night breeze, and Mrs. Malloy was now sure that the girl was wearing an Eamon Marcus dress. She was very gracious as she slipped by Mrs. Malloy and got in the backseat of the two-door sedan. So they had to pull the seat forward, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she couldn't have taken a tumble out the back seat. 
In this version. Right, right, right. Because it's a... Uh, so yeah. she, she couldn't have peed herself to jump out. She had to jump out the window. <laughs> Just the, the hand crank windows. Uh, when the car started, Mrs. Malloy turned to converse with a passenger in the Neiman Marcus gown. The girl had vanished. There was a damn spot in the back seat. So this was not when they got there, but when she had turned around to converse with her. The okay. Malloys, and then the Malloys went to the address, just like in the earlier story. The middle-aged man answered the door. Yes, he had a daughter, daughter with long blonde hair who wore nothing but Neiman Marcus clothes. She had been drowned about two years before when she fell off a pier at White Rock Lake. So a little bit different Damn. there. Uh, the point of the story, for our purposes, is not that Mr. and Mrs. Guy Malloy, a hardworking, sober, no-nonsense couple, says, say very firmly that they saw a ghost. Other folks say they have seen the beautiful girl, of, uh, girl ghost of White Rock. The point of the story is that she was a very well-dressed ghost. And Mrs. Malloy at once identified her as wearing Neiman Marcus clothes. So interesting little, it's like almost like yeah. a adverti- <laughs> advertisement yeah, yeah, for, their, yeah. for their store. But they plug themselves there. Yeah. And it's a little bit different from the original store, story that you said, but I mean, it's mostly Not the much. same. It, it's, so it's a whole bunch of different, slightly different variations of the same story throughout many different decades. Yeah. And origins of the woman. Um, and it says here, so I hate to interrupt you, but on Reader's Digest, actually released a list of the 14 most haunted bodies of water in the world. And right above Loch Ness, yes, Loch Ness. Above? Above was Dallas's own White Rock Lake. No shit. So, yeah. So, this lady beat out Nessie and we don't even know her name? Yeah. Well, so it might have been, like I said. Um, Hallie Gaston. Hallie Gaston. Haley. Hallie. Hallie. Yeah, spelled Hallie, but who knows how it's pronounced. But um, the list didn't have an explanation about how the locations were chosen. Yeah. Um, might have been random. It might have been more reports, but I doubt it because Loch Ness is Loch Ness, man. I mean, yeah. come on. It's kind of um, like uh, the one. And the Bermuda Triangle was on the list too. Uh, so interesting that it was that, it's that uh, prominent. And I had no idea before you mentioned it to right? me. Right. I never heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I either. live there, still work there. Unfamiliar with White Rock Lake. I didn't even ever heard of that lake. Yeah. It's I, huge though. Yeah, it is. It is. Jeez. Um, but like right by where? What the fuck? Yeah, dude. It's crazy, man. It's, it's right in Rockwater. Cool. Uh, so as far as like more modern day sightings, I haven't seen, I haven't seen much of anything. Um, uh-uh. um no, I'll say this. That's uh, kind of it. The Dallas morning news, uh, in 1982. Um, so actually this is, this article was written in, this was 2021. So this is last year, but, um, in 1982, uh, they did a rehashing of the story, um, in the news or just news. Uh, talking about the tale as being effective but full of holes. Yeah. So beautiful definitely. blondes and expensive dresses often tend to take a powder. Many of us have seen these ladies disappear in us all together, right? So <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that the that's just you know maybe an, an exp, you know they're trying to like okay well this is just this yeah they just didn't want to have anything to do with you. Um, Rookstool, which I guess uh, this is the guy who wrote the article, says his grandfather and grandmother divorced, and Malloy married one of his employees, Thelma, with whom he had been having an affair. Thelma embellished the tale to include herself in the car. She was not present when it occurred. Um, he also notes that in an earlier version of the story, he had the girl wearing a raincoat, which he says Thelma turned into a Neiman Marcus gown in her more liberal accounts. Oh. So possibly. It's just kind of grown over time. Yeah, it's a huge game of telephone and also a big old advertisement. Um, one more thing I want to. Well, yeah. One more thing I want to touch on too. Um, we talk about Lady of the Lake and, and uh-huh. kind of more mystical things. On the other side of that, girls and water, you got the ring, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah girl drowning in a well we have the girl uh in the uh, spanish governor's palace drowning in the well drowning in the well that's a, a real common thing you, you don't really hear about like men drowning that should women or... stay away from bodies of water i guess man we just listed <laughs> off 15 reasons like it's not our opinion and i've never seen the ring 
We were having this horror story uh, or horror movie uh, conversation earlier, but I have not seen The Ring. I don't know why. I, I just never have. Um, I've seen The Grudge, which people kind of link together, put them in the same kind of category. It came out but, like right at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but I, I haven't seen The Ring. I don't know why. I, I get all the... Man, I think The Ring was the first movie that really like actually scared me. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've heard I've heard a lot about it, but and you know, since then it's it's yet another PG thirteen horror movie that's not that scary now. Oh, I'm sure you know, when I mean, you compare I, it to other stuff that's come out since, I'm but, sure it would be if you were watching it at night by yourself, well, with headphones on, you know. Yeah, or, I mean, um, surround sound or whatever. Haunting a Hill House was scarier than that. Uh, that was more like a psychological thing for me, though. Like yeah. more like a slow burn, not just like oh shit thing in my face. You know, it definitely built and built and built on itself. It was really good. <laughs> oh, shit. Thing in my face. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go there. Uh, I mean, yeah. well, I'm surprised. I'll just let I'm you surprised. out yourself as much as you want. Hey, it's. It, I feel less ashamed if it's me. Speaking of Stephen outing himself, oh no. Um, I think we've kind of touched on all the paranormal stuff with that. Yeah, you There's kind of not much more than that. But you know, if you want to uh, carry on that sweet, sweet, creepy mood from the end of this episode, oh, here's Stephen with your creepy side story of the day. Hell yeah! <laughs> Bring on the voices, baby. All right. Keep on rolling. <laughs> I do the first line. God bless. What is it, what is the title of this? Um, hands. Hands. Okay. All right. This story is called Hands. The doctor put his wang away, then pulled the stethoscope ear tip out and hung the device around his neck. Mister Weatherby, all of your tests come, have come back negative, and my examination shows nothing abnormal. Adam knew what was coming next. I'm not crazy, doctor. I'm sorry, but there is no physical reason for why you occasionally lose control of your hands. A psychologist can help. I don't need therapy. I need answers. They seem to have a life all their own. I can't hold a job. I'm under investigation for assault. I almost killed my neighbor. This can't go on. I'll try anything at this point. After two weeks of a new medication, Adam saw no progress and grew increasingly depressed. He was convinced that despite what doctors said, it was not a psychological problem. That night, a frustrated and angry Adam sat in a chair and drank bourbon. Drunk and hopeless, he stumbled to the garage, tripping over the leg of a chair. <laughs> he pooted. <laughs> then, then made his way to the garage and started the table saw, then slowly lowered his... <laughs> you know how to get me, dude. You know how to get me. Then slowly lowered his wrist toward the screaming blade. Detective Armstrong entered the garage where several uniformed officers stood over the blood-soaked body. So what have we got? He asked, taking in the blood-splattered scene. This is a weird one, Detective. How so? Take a look at the body. He apparently chopped off his hands with the table saw and bled to death. Armstrong knelt down. And? And we can't find his hands anywhere. <laughs> That's it. And then he pooted. <laughs> pooted. <laughs> I know, dude. You know what to get it's me, It's the man. best. You could have said fart and I wouldn't have laughed as much at I all. Know. But And then he... It's, uh, the choice of words there is very he, important. It's critical. He, he pooted and then walked downstairs. He tripped over the chair. <laughs> he pooted. <laughs> like how you need to like mention that. It was like, like you don't have to mention when someone blinks or like, you right, know, right, but or sniffles. Okay, well think about it. Someone's sad and depressed. They're drinking alone in a chair. They get up. I'm gonna go chop my hands off. But they drunkenly trip over a chair. They probably poot. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes. Uh, that's so much it. yes. Um, that's it. You got uh, you got any Urban Dictionary? No, not okay, on this it's one. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I, I've, I've got a Mexican word of the day for you. What? I do. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna try to make it a thing. So, since you're talking about you know women and the lake and the water, you know, uh-huh. I figured you know I've, 
you know, I figured body wash might be a good okay. word, right? Body wash. Mexican word of the day, body wash. So in a sentence, I wanted to go to the club tonight, but nobody washed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. You're saying he couldn't go because his kids were dirty? Yeah, nobody body washed my kids. <laughs> nobody washed my kids. Oh, okay. Uh, a few favorite lakes. Uh, it's kind of a strange thing, but the lakes, you know? Yeah, it's about yeah, lakes yeah. and shit. So, not the Lakers. Uh, fuck them. Yeah. It uh, doesn't make any sense because they're right. supposed to be in Minneapolis. But the Great Lakes, the Lakers. Right. right. Doesn't make no damn sense. Uh, lake Hillier in Australia. I don't know if you've heard of this, this place. No. It's a sailing lake famous for being bright freaking pink. No, like it's bright pink. Look at that dude, Lake Hillier, H I L L I E R. Interesting, it's freaking cool. Like I, I want to go there now. Like it looks freaking awesome. Um, the Lake of Fire, uh, which is pretty much <laughs> okay. just the Egyptian and Christian description of hell. Yeah, uh, along with the audio for this podcast. Um, <laughs> the Great Salt Lake, which besides being near a bunch of Mormons, is home to a few supposed whales that were released were released there in the 1800s as a tourist attraction. Back then, they actually brought whales and released them into the Salt Lake. As tourist attractions, then they were spotted a couple times after that, but henceforth disappeared. Probably no fucking, shit. Probably fucking died. Of course they fucking died. <laughs> yeah. They put them in a it's, lake. It's too salty. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, you got anything else, buddy? No, dude. That it, was it. No, it's, it's good. Short it's good. and sweet. Uh, our Patreon heroes. Um. <laughs> Still. I don't know if I got to say it, but Cody and Mary Fuentes, we love you. JP, I love you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, like we mentioned earlier, please throw five stars our way. Not five throwing stars our way throw five rating stars our way dude that lake is pink I know I told you but it's right next to a giant body of regular water well maybe it's body wash uh, <laughs> body wash uh, <laughs> throw five stars our way anywhere you listen uh, we really appreciate it if you would do that and uh, if there's nothing else I'm signing off that's it thank you Thanks, so much guys. for listening later if you have any questions or comments or if you have an idea for a future episode Contact us at supernatural.satown at gmail.com. Or keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Supernatural SA Town. And thanks for listening. <laughs>